It's Friday. It's Treadmill Talks with me, Matt. It's me, Jay. You ready? Let's do this. Welcome to episode eight of Treadmill Talks. This week is our Christmas special and we're joined by four very special guests with us who are all uh, regular listeners who have come in to share some information about themselves, which we're really excited for. So um, over to Jay for the introduction. Right, so we're going to do some introductions with the lovely four people that we've got here today. So we'll go around and we'll get um, your name, how long you've been training for, and your favourite cheat meal. So first, if we start with you, Chris. Okay, cool. So yeah, uh, Chris, so I've been training, I suppose, on and off since 2015, but more strictly into a plan for about two and a half, three months now. Uh, Favourite cheat meal, whilst it was hard to pick out of all of them, would probably be pizza, which doesn't fit easily into macros, but you can make it work. Perfect. Thanks, Chris. And next we've got... Kerry. Hi. I've been training for about two years on and off with Matt. Um, My favourite cheat meal is nachos with cheese loaded with salsa, sour cream, guacamole, the lot. Another great choice. (laughs) Haven't had them for a long time, though. We should get all of these in together. We should do. We should have had them here today. Yeah. Anyway, next we've got... Um, I'm Emma, and I've been training for about five and a half years, like pretty regularly. I haven't really had any gaps in it, actually. Um, and my favourite cheat meal would actually be just like a healthy meal, but I'm a sweet person. So everything chocolate related, ice cream, like I'll go healthy and then just go big with, with puddings. With mm-hmm. Yeah, lovely. Nice. Yeah. Apple crumble. Lovely. <laughs> Next up, we've got... I'm Lucy. I've been training with Jay for probably about three months now. Have done some pretty savage boot camps in the past, but they weren't really the best thing for me. My favourite cheat meal, I'd probably say, is Chinese. Oh, love lovely. a sweet and sour mm. chicken ball. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can relate to all of these. Yeah, great start to the podcast, all salivating over the uh, cheat meals now. We might, we may as well mention as well. Whilst we're sat here, we've got uh, bags of mini eggs, discounted. Well, were they discounted or not? You picked. They weren't discounted. Snowballs. Right, so full price snowballs, slightly disappointing. Um, and some lovely mince pies. We said we're going to tell the viewers that they were pumpkin seeds and pine nuts. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just completely. No one else eating them. Yeah. They the rustling in the oh, background. They're all still full. We've not even opened. Sponsored by Holland and Barrett. Um, no, thanks very much for coming, guys. We wanted to um, hear from you today because um, it's really nice, I think, for people who are thinking about getting started in the gym to hear from different people rather than just us because um, often we get painted that we can just train whenever we want from being in the industry or we're kind of a, a special case just where we know and love the gym. So it's nice to hear relatable stories from people who... Maybe, I mean, we'll find out from you guys in a bit, but maybe haven't always been interested in fitness, um, but have since become, I know uh, all of you, and I know you are all very regular, um, really, really passionate about it and really working hard. So that's why you've, uh, we've asked you to join. Um, it's good yeah. to have different stages as well, different times. So year, two years, five years, things like that. So it's good to have a different variety of experience as well. Definitely, yeah. All, um, I mean, we'll hear from you guys in a bit, but... Um, I think everyone is essentially taking a journey when it comes to the gym um, that never ends. There is no point of arrival. So um, it's good to relate to people who are at various different stages and the way they see that and what they're looking to achieve, etc. So um, shall we go round? And, and what's the, the top of the cover? 
So what we're going to do is we're just going to hear from everyone individually um, and just ask them kind of brief backstories to what got you into the gym. And also please, just as we're kind of recapping on the year, your biggest learn or epiphany moment, if you will, from 2019. So um, let's start with Chris. Yeah, start with Chris. Chris takes away. No pressure then, eh? So I suppose I started my fitness journey in 2015. I had a pretty bad breakup and kind of it, it left me kind of looking in the mirror and think, what have you got? I was just over 19 stone, hadn't played any sport since college and yeah, wasn't in a, a good place physically or mentally. So between then and now, been very much on and off, all or nothing kind of approach to the gym. Um, and actually through Instagram, I kind of, you know, bumped into Jay, we spoke a couple of times and, you know, I saw his journey and that kind of inspired me to look, you can do what I was doing, which is kind of not really committing, but going to the gym, but then still going out with the lads and drinking or, you know, eating four takeaways a week or whatever it might have been. And I think the last kind of three, four months in terms of epiphany wise is the idea it doesn't have to be an all or nothing. My approach was always, you know, six, seven months onto the gym, try and be really clean, don't have any cheat meals whatsoever. And then you get to six or seven months, you're absolutely exhausted and you snap and you stop going to the gym, all the bad habits come back in and, you know, really simple, easy things, calorie counting, getting the work done. It, it just works. There's no, no easier way of saying it than, you know, if, if you want it enough and you surround yourself with good people and you get the right advice, then it pay. If I can go from, you know, 19 stone to I think what last way and we were under 14 now. Yeah. So wow. yeah, that you know, it's, it, it's worth doing. I think that's the thing. It's the time of year where everyone's thinking, <coughs> oh, get the turkey in, get this, that and the other. And that's great. And you have to enjoy yourself. But I think, you know, my thing would be from not gymming to gymming quite a lot now, I'd say my life is a million times better. And I'm not just saying it because, you know, I've been paid with mini eggs and snowballs. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so reach out to somebody you know who does fitness and yeah, give it a go and you won't look back. Can I just ask you, because I, I remember saying the same thing to Jay, like when he started, was there a defining moment where you, almost like a, a just a motivational seesaw moment where you were like, right, tomorrow or today it starts different? Or that you can remember, or do you see it more as like a gradual like did it shift, or was there like one day we like, yeah, it was just this day when I just had enough and did a. So I actually um, got invited to a park run by a friend I worked with. Um, <clears throat> you know, for those who don't know, park runs a free run that happens up and down the country on a Saturday morning. Uh, it's a five k. You can walk it, run it, walk and run it. Um, and, and yeah, there's normally a couple hundred people do it. And he said, look, there's no pressure. I'll walk it with you if you need to walk, which for most of it I did, but just get it going. And I loved it. And I love the fact I kind of, cause I'm quite competitive naturally. So you get a time and you think, okay, well next week, can I beat that time? What do I need to do? And that's very much how it started progressing. And then from then ventured into the gym, I used to train with a couple of guys I worked with and yeah, it just, it snowballed, excuse the pun from there. Hey, he's on it. He's regular, isn't he? He's regular. Okay, brilliant. Yeah, and no, I mean, I just love that. I love the idea of, um, you know, some, because it's lots of people have intentions to change and they don't always make like a full decision. It just sounds mm. at some point for whatever, you know, for a combination of the reasons you mentioned, you just made like a concrete me get out of my way stop believing my own bullshit decision to just like kind of take action it's fantastic it's almost interesting to find out whether or not they're like psychologically there needs to be that moment or not 
it's quite relatable in the fact, like I've told people before about the way it worked for me, and that and it's almost it's quite a big thing like, as a lad to admit that, that I was in a WhatsApp group with a load of boys that I went to the gym with, and they all sent pictures of their rigs, if you like. And I honestly sat there on my bed. I remember sitting there on my bed one day and thinking, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do the same. Like this is awful, and I did it anyway. And the stick I got, and I thought, I'm embarrassed. Like, I'm ashamed of like what like, I look like, and that was a massive turn, and that's what started everything for me. So I get where you're coming from as well, but I wonder if there needs to be that, or you can just. I think there does need to be a choice. leverage point for pain on some re- on some level where you feel like because otherwise, if you're just hovering at kind of good enough, you just there's no sense. It's almost no leverage. Natural, yeah, just you just why would you shift? Yeah. So yeah, sometimes. Wait, thanks for sharing. Really, no, really appreciate that. Okay, next up we have um, Kerry. So I joined the gym two years ago. I used to run a lot and live on slim fast bars and soups wow. and stuff. Yeah, um, trying to lose weight after I separated with my husband. Um, so I joined the gym. I actually went down to the gym to support my friend who had also gone through a terrible breakup and she didn't want to go on her own. So I went along with her. Got on the treadmill because that's all I knew. I was a runner, um, so hopped on the treadmill and thought, oh, you know, this is quite cool. It's a bit warmer than running outside, so I'll sign up. And with signing up, I got two free PT sessions. And Matt, I was assigned to Matt. Winner. So well, I had to set this up with some sort of marketing ploy here, aren't so, they? <laughs> that's great. Where started, isn't it? So I remember having a chat with Matt and we were talking about my diet, my slim fast bars, um, and running. And Matt introduced me to weights, and I can say from that day on, I just fell in love with it. Had you ever done it before then? No. Never lifted a dumbbell in my life. Take yourself back to the first time Matt suggested doing weights. What did you think? I remember saying saying to Matt, I don't want to look like a bodybuilder. He got me deadlifting, and I just thought, no, do you know what? The only people that deadlift are those that are really bulked up, you know, bodybuilders. I don't want to look like that, and I kept stressing, please don't make me look like a bodybuilder. Yeah, we have that conversation sort of about there four is times a week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, I was shitting yeah. it because I didn't want to look bulky. I wanted to look feminine, yeah. um, and I was single as well, so you know, aesthetically, I wanted to look pleasing. Um, <laughs> you don't want to go on a date looking like Arnie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so fell in love with weight training. Um, and I think up until recently, I struggled with the food thing. Uh, Matt and I have endless conversations over nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying out everything, you know, no carbs, low, you know, big carbs, cut out this, increase this. Um, and I think the epiphany moment for me is definitely around food. And that is that actually I do need some of the, uh, the carbs. I'm afraid of carbs because of how they make me feel. But... Um, I went, I think it was about two weeks with no carbs at all, other than what you get in your veg. Um, and I had no energy, absolutely zero energy. I just, you know, I didn't want to do the gym. Um, the thought of, you know, lifting weights was, was scary yeah. because I just, I wanted to sleep all the time. Um, so yeah, I think the epiphany moment for me was back, back around the, the food thing. Um, How and, do you feel now up. versus, this sounds like a loaded question, I'm not fishing for compliments here. Um, but how do you feel now, like day to day versus like two years ago in terms of when you were thinking about starting? So you said you probably were, well, we know you were under eating at that time of maybe kind of shakes, bars. What's the contrast sort of now versus then in terms of the way you, do you think, know, feel, act? 
the biggest thing I think is energy levels. Mm. I just feel like I've got so much more energy. I feel mentally I'm in a much better place. Um, I just feel good day to day. I just I just feel good. Just um, opening up. Does everyone feel like they have more energy when they're active in the gym? You know, we all oh, we yeah, all naturally have a couple of weeks off every now and then because we're not feeling quite mm. well. When you're constantly going consistently, does everyone feel like they've got more energy and stuff? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, yeah, percent. It's much easier to just get up and go. The first couple of sessions, you're always like. Oh, bothered etc but when you get into a bit of a routine actually you're buzzing to get in the gym you're buzzing yeah. to push yourself it's a bizarre yeah, concept isn't it that actually the more energy you're expending you actually feel like you've got more energy yeah, yeah. but it, it, it is true isn't it yeah it's like the more you give the more you get back I think yeah. when you start training and eating inverted commas properly and then you realise how you feel versus how you felt before you can see a contrast yeah. whereas if you've never really exercised and ate right you're almost like you don't know what you don't know so you don't know how you can feel you're just in your baseline but when you've yeah. eaten well and then maybe you don't eat so well for a bit you feel Sluggish. kind of the swing of like yeah, the pendulum yeah, yeah. so you know kind of what and cutting out alcohol as well that's been a massive thing for me um, and just giving me much more energy because I don't have the hangovers I don't want to you know run to crap food like yeah I just feel so much better and just on the weight training because I know knowing you now as I do you're want to do weights all the time and almost build as much muscle as you can how has it shifted for you in terms of the way you think about it because you were saying like you didn't want to deadlift and that's probably arguably your favorite exercise now. oh massive yeah the best exercise yeah I, I think about so when I wake up in the morning I don't think about I obviously think about my children but I don't think about work <laughs> <laughs> think about deadlifts the, oh, shoulders legs, yeah. and then children. I actually wake up thinking right when can I fit my workout in today yeah. when can I go to the gym and squat or leg okay. press or deadlift and I plan my day around yeah. fitting the gym in yeah. you know around yeah. picking the kids up dropping the kids off obviously you know logging on working <laughs> Um, yeah. She's yeah. there like lifting weights, doing deadlifts between all the yeah. time. Like, yeah. I, have, I have done that before as well. <laughs> Sat there at the desk from yeah. <laughs> nice. um, yeah, so uh, no, love love weight weight training. Okay, yeah. No, I mean, I do. It's yeah. amazing how you can prioritise it, I think, or you find time that you never knew you had when it becomes like such a yeah. passion and a hobby. No, thank you for that. Thanks. So up next we have oh. Emma. Thanks. Um, mine was actually probably quite a similar story as you are, Kerry. Like, where before I started going to the gym, I was really tiny and I wasn't eating enough at all. Um, and then one of my friends actually dragged me to the gym, kicking and screaming. Um, and she was just really, really fit, like, could run endlessly. And I was really jealous because I'd run for about three seconds and just feel like I was going to die, um, which was quite bad. And then, um, yeah, like, signed up to the gym, did about five sessions with her. And I think I was completely hooked straight away of just like, just, yeah, training and realising like I could kind of start to eat a little bit more without gaining weight. But I was definitely in a bad frame of mind when I first um, joined the gym. Um, weights was like, I was like, well, there's no way I'm ever doing that. Like, look all, look all these people going around lifting all these really heavy things. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I was really scared. And I think I actually had my first sessions with Matt as well, actually, just to yeah, couple of them with really my friend at Sammy yeah. at, at PT. And, um, and he did like some weights with us and I just remember feeling like it was the hardest thing I'd ever done, yeah. <laughs> ever done. I was like, he just made me stand up with dumbbells and I was like, oh God, I need to get fitter. Um, and then it's taken like, yeah, five years of hard graft of like accepting my body, eating more, training, 
and yeah, that was like my sorry. That was like my thing this year. It's okay. just accepting. Oh, oh no, that's, um, so you think that's your biggest? Um, <laughs> you're fine. Um, no, that's I do remember that session actually, um, and you did did very very well. Um, and yeah, it's that's what it's all about, isn't it? Getting everyone. Uh, that's just everything. scooping people up for the weight session. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like a big snowplow yeah. moving down the gym. Like, who swaying towards the weights there? Yeah, yeah, no more cardio. No, I do. I mean, just a quick note on that. I've said this a thousand times. But, um, yeah, I always say to people, prioritise weights. Weight is, especially for females, weights is what will change your silhouette of structure. So you really want to try to prioritise that and then do cardio as the cherry on the top as anything, as any additional time that you have. This mm. is just a side tangent here. Well, no, well, we just spoke about this, think, was it last episode or the episode before? I think I've said this every single episode, but it could be said <laughs> twice every time. Right. A lot of women, though, that I speak to hate, the, the thought of joining the gym is, I don't want to run. I don't want, you know, I hate running. Well, you don't have to run yeah. Yeah. You know, at the gym. Try, I don't run at all. I hate yeah. running. I used to run all the time and hated it. It used to buckle my knees. And now, do you ever see me on the treadmill? No. Yeah. I don't even go no. on the treadmill to warm up. So, but it's, know, difficult it's just pure that, weight training. And I find that females in particular, like you mentioned, we all say, I don't want to look bulky, I don't want to look thick, in, in terms of having thick arms, things like that. I don't want to have massive biceps. They want to be strong, they want to be lean, but they don't want to be thick and all this. And you think, well, it's not necessarily that you're going to get thick or massive or strong, but it's really good for calorie deficit, good for strength, good for bone growth. It's really good all round versus, say, just your cardio. Yeah. Um, I think it's an educational thing rather than a... And I remember like saying to you, sorry, Matt, um, I don't want to look bulky and stuff, but now I say to you, Matt, I want more of this, Yeah, please. how do I get that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love the definition. Can I have some more? Yeah, yeah work me hard, okay? Yeah. I think people underestimate just how hard muscle is to build. I always oh, say, like, if you yeah. could buy muscle, I could only imagine what it would cost because of what the yeah. way it would boost your metabolism in terms of burning calories at rest. Um, you know, it's so... I think sometimes... Uh, people who are new to the gym think you know a couple of sets of bicep curls and like I have all this size I just don't know what to do with all this size I'm just puffed <laughs> up so much it's like if only you know like it's something training nearly 15 something years and like just about trying to get look, something that looks like it will stay there beyond yeah, the workout yeah, yeah. for half an hour I thought um, when I joined and I was like adamant I'm never going to do upper body because I absolutely refuse I thought if I did like one set of shoulder press I was going to have like massive bumping yeah. shoulders <laughs> and like if I trained any arms or did like any pull ups I was just going to suddenly be like yeah. you know like waddling around um, yeah <laughs> I mean, if only, like you said, it's, if only it was if that only easy. It was that like, easy. Like, people have seldom got the problem of like, oh, I've just got too much muscle. Just got sort of all this like hard tone and shape. It's like it's <laughs> becoming a problem. Like, yeah, I say that to clients. Yeah, I say if that ever happens, just eat donuts for a week and don't exercise, and it will soon go. Don't you worry about that. If you ever, no, that's brilliant. Thank you very much. And over to Lucy. Um. So for me, I think probably. I've always struggled with my weight. Like I've massively yo-yoed. I've been really small, really big, and hated my body massively at both ends. So I've never found like that middle ground yet. But I think I'm kind of getting there, thanks to Jay. Um, but like at the beginning of this year, I left one job which was quite an active job. I'd lost a lot of weight in order to get through to that job and kind of be in my best shape, and then went straight back into office work. So like sitting down at the desk all the time 
I instantly found that I put weight on massively, like so quickly. And then went through to the summer, didn't really think much about it, didn't consider the gym, swam every now and again because it was all I enjoyed. I hated cardio, never knew how to do weights, had never had anyone tell me how and was far too scared and intimidated. But then got to summer and realised I had a wedding at the end of the year that I needed to look nice from. I was like, I need a dress that's not the size I am now. So spoke to Jay and got on board. I think coerced on board, but quite happily. Um, and actually seeing your transformation was my big thing for me. It wasn't just, I didn't have like a particular goal other than a dress size, but seeing that you could do it. And I'd seen you in person at your biggest as well. Yeah. So I think then seeing you, like I saw, I walked past you in town one day and I remember thinking like, I felt embarrassed to be seen by you because I so look bigger than what I was. like it has been hard like it's not been easy like I started another new job I've had relationship ups and downs a new house another new house so like my life's kind of imploded but the one solid has been the exercise and like even the calories I was so shocked when you told me about how many calories I could actually eat like I was massively under eating sorry and actually then being able to eat more like now I can be more adventurous with it and I enjoy it like I enjoy food whereas I never used to do it it was more like a chore so now actually like getting to prep my meals plan think about it and like go to the gym it's like my release it's a bit of an escape from everything else mm. and so I love it like and I got into my smaller dress for the wedding so win-win yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the vibe I'm getting from all of you is just that you've mastered the consistency behind it, which I just think is huge for a number of different reasons. You've found a way to kind of stick at it. Um, just going to put you all on the spot a little bit here, and this wasn't part of the pre-brief, so I apologise. Um, but just going to go around again and just ask each of you um, for if you could give a person one bit of advice for someone that's maybe looking to start a fitness journey or is at a similar headspace to what you were pre-commencing, um, what would that be? So what would the advice Should we, Shall we start and then give you guys a bit yeah, of time? Yeah, all right, Jane, if you go first. So first we'll thing, thing, sign up to JD Fitness. <laughs> second thing, no free ads. Um, yeah, second thing, um, and, and more importantly, is start now. So my advice would be don't research it too much don't necessarily sign up to a gym but just start the process now so start instead of having two mince pies and you didn't have one instead of getting the lift walk up the stairs make subtle little changes to start that process to get your mindset changing start moving more burning more calories uh, and in turn when you then start to do the bigger push in the new year it's a lot easier because you're already falling that way yeah no, that's good so it can be kind of mindset or practical by the way so Chris, first, please. I think, for me, I'd say don't be too hard on yourself. Don't set yourself a target where, you know, if you're, you know, as I was, you know, kind of 19 stone or whatever, thinking, oh, I want to look like Brad Pitt. Well, that's, it's not going to happen overnight. So you're just going to get very 
kind of demotivated very quickly. If you do something for a week, you get the, the kind of post-workout doms, you're in pain and you still look the same. So I think, and one of the things Jay and I spoke about a lot when I first started is set little goals. You know, don't think I want to lose 15 kg in a month or whatever, you know. Yeah. Okay, well, let's start with, can you lose one kilogram? Can you do 8,000 steps a day? You don't have to, you know, move mountains on day one. Hopefully, in a couple of years' time, if you're training loads, you will be able to move or at least lift something considering a mountain. But yeah, I think for me, it is making your goals achievable. Have a, an end process, sure, you want to get to, but set yourself, okay, today, I'm going to walk 6,000 steps because normally I walk 3,000 steps. Well, actually, you've burnt more calories in that day than you have done the day before. And that's the thing, it's a journey. It's not an all or nothing mentality. That's what I've taken from it, at least. Yeah, I love that, like the chunking. So rather than just thinking how far I've got to go, focus on kind of breaking it down. And yeah, that's brilliant. All right, thanks for that. Kerry, please. Um, my advice would be to um, speak to somebody, buddy up with somebody, training buddy or mm. personal trainer, if you, know, if you can do that. Because um, I know, you know, people that I've spoken to, as we mentioned earlier, are intimidated um, by the gym. So I think, yeah, my advice would be find a buddy, find a training buddy, or just speak to somebody. If, you know, if you're thinking about joining the gym, just speak to somebody about what the barriers are and see if you can put something in place to overcome those barriers with either a PT or, or a regular gym girl. Yeah, buddy's always good, I think, for accountability. Definitely keep a motivation, keep each other g'd up. And um, yeah, obviously reaching out for knowledge through personal training or something like that can be good because that can help you feel more confident I think and upskills you which I think when people are intimidated they're usually worried about being judged which they feel is a reflection on their poor ability so if they upskill yeah there's the confidence I think that that leads to it was massive for me as well wasn't it, in terms of getting to the gym on days that as I refer to it as Fat Jay that's what I refer to myself as, as these guys will tell you but Fat Jay <coughs> would wake up and Nah, I'm not going to do today. I'm going to play Xbox, do nothing, I'm going to eat a whole pack of mini eggs. <laughs> and then, done. like, my mate Kieran or Steve would be like, oh, I'm going to gym, you can't. I'm like, nah, and the stick I would get for it. So I was like, oh, do you know what? I'll play the Xbox later, I'll just go and keep these boys happy to save hassle. But actually, I was doing something useful, it was quite yeah. beneficial, so definitely taking a friend. I don't think it has to be an everyday thing either. No, it because a lot no. of the you know, people I speak to, their barriers are time. Well, just maybe go once a week, yeah. just get to the gym once a week, twice a week, and then increase your daily activities at home. Yeah, so absolutely. rather than get in the car, go for a walk or yeah. climb the stairs a few more times a day, you know, just, just make small steps. Yeah. So I'm all about find that the more they enjoy it as well, the more they'll want to make yeah. time for it anyway. Yeah. Like yeah. I've done that. Like I started on three days and then I was begging for an extra day. Yeah. Yeah. I literally so did I the same like, thing. I want more. Like, the first call I had with Jay, it was like, how many days are you, can you go to the gym? Three days, yeah. maybe. Yeah. And now I go like nearly every day. Yeah. Mm. But on yeah. that though, with the program we put together for three days, did it work? Yeah. So this is what I'm saying, it's about the simple adaptions around your lifestyle, not necessarily just has to be gym, 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 gym. That, that's not the case. And that's a misconception I think there, there is, that we, you can just make slight adaptions mm. to your life. Mm. You don't have to go to the gym for like an hour and a half, do you? You can literally yeah. go for 20 minutes and get such a good sweat mm. on that you feel like you've <laughs> been there for three hours anyway. So I think the more like it's a habit, like I wake up every day now and if there's a day, like I'm a nurse, so I work seven till 7.30, can't always get to the gym after work and it honestly gives me the hump because <laughs> it just annoys me that like the gym isn't open enough long enough for me to really yeah. get there. And if I do like a couple of long days in a row and I don't go to the gym for three days, I'm like... Well, that's just ridiculous, isn't it? And I think ultimately the bottom line is if you 
go for 20 minutes, <coughs> it's better than not going at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah. I think we're all agreeing that that's... Yeah, and you just amaze yourself, I think, the time that you can find that you never knew you had when you start to fall in love with it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Right, if we said to all of you guys that you can't go to the gym for the next three weeks, you'd probably be like, oh, banging fists, like, what the hell? Like, but, you know, there's probably a time where you just could have taken it or leaving mm, it massively. Yeah. Um, you kind of already said it, but anything else, Emma, that you would think about of, that you would give advice to yeah like planning like plan a workout because there's nothing worse than going into the gym and not knowing what you're going to do because then you kind of can just easily can't you like walk around aimlessly or like go on the treadmill for 10 minutes and look around and if it is a bit busy be like oh okay well I'm just not going to do anything and it puts you in the wrong frame of mind so I think like I'll never go to the gym without having my whole workout in front of me and kind of know what I would switch something out for if, if other people were on the equipment or something that I wanted so you have like logical kind of structure that almost checklist must be done. Yeah, like I have my whole workout written out and then if something's busy, like if someone else is using something, I know what I can swap it for that will do like a similar And you find thing. that works, well obviously you find that works best because you do it like you wouldn't yeah. just improv it, you just much prefer no, the I, like, I like like a structured, okay. like, like a structured workout. See I get that, I'm yeah. guilty as well of if I go to the gym and I don't have a plan because I've ad hoc gone to the gym at a different time of day, etc. If I get there and something like you say it's busy or it's free, I've I've found myself before going, right, well I won't do that, then I'll do something else. So I'll go to the next machine and oh, someone's on that as well. Yeah. And yeah. I almost sort of sit there thinking, Why well, am I here? Like, <laughs> can't be bothered. Quality like, of it's the like, I just I'm yeah. demotivated because I just think, Oh, I can't like I'm waiting ten minutes for this guy. This guy's been sat on the bench for about six years. Like I'm just gonna have to wait. So then I think oh, I'll just go away and I'll come back tomorrow. I feel like also having it written down, you can look back after, because I always do that, like I'll follow the sure. plan. And then afterwards, I can be like, yeah, look what I've achieved. I've done that, 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 and that. Whereas actually, if I go in without the plan, I forget what I've done. And so I feel like I haven't achieved as much, even yeah. though I have. Yeah. Like, I've worked hard. I won't remember it. You give yourself so something to measure. Yeah. yeah. It's a nice yeah. way. Okay. Lucy? I mean, Kerry and Emma pretty much touched on mine. Like, a good structure. I, like, I looked around three different gyms in my hometown before signing up to the one I'm now at. So I would always say, like, look at where you want what kind of things you want from it like do you want somewhere where all the cardio machines face where you're going to spend a lot of your time or do you want like gyms that are broken down into little rooms like just find somewhere that you're comfortable in like, i love my gym i feel super comfortable there I'm not stressed don't worry about it it's got everything i need have a plan like having my plan really helps me even though there's box jumps on it which are terrifying but <laughs> we get through it it's fine like ask the people in the gym as well like because obviously you're not always there um, to ask people in the gym and a playlist, like a really mm. badass a playlist. One, actually. Yeah, for me. Like I literally will have my headphones on before I'm walking into the gym, and I have like a song that will pump me up and be like, "Yeah, I can do this." And there then... is a JD Fitness official playlist as well, just in case. <laughs> 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 no, I can't. We need a Mac Power one. Yeah, I'm gonna make one there. It's yeah. out there, so just you know. Yeah, that's, that's a good good one though. I think there's definitely there's music that can amp you up and that mm. puts you in the and mood. And of course the Jeffrey Talk podcast. Like, that's available well, as well. Well, yeah, perfect for steady state cardio. Yeah, which we've shopping said. as well, by the way. I was listening to it earlier. Oh, nice. There mm-hmm. you go. See, it's a Christmas shopping on the treadmill. There we go. I look like a psychopath going around the shops laughing to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, brilliant. Well, um, yeah, guys, thanks so much for coming on. That's been, um, it's it's been brilliant. Really good. And um, we're going to now finish up the remaining mince pies and mini eggs. Um, and we will see you guys it's in... the 3rd of January now. 3rd of January. Third of January. So January when we break next week for Christmas. <laughs> and we will be back in 2020 with more That's episodes. It. Season finale done. See you soon. Oh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs>
You've been listening to Treble Talks with me and Matt. You can find us on Instagram at JD Fitness Official and at Matt Cowell PT. Give the podcast a follow. New episodes releasing every Friday.